You're listening to the Bridges Nashville podcast. Bridges Nashville is a church plant in the heart of Music City, meeting at the Listening Room Cafe in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. Here's this week's message. All righty. Everybody still feeling good in God's house today? A few of you. I'm going to try that again. Is anybody still feeling good in God's house today? Amen. That's Patrick to stay up here with me just to kind of give me a little music in the background. But we, um, as, as we were just meeting as a team and I've been back and forth with Patrick and just being aware of what God is doing in our land today. Amen. Being aware of revivals happening and people drawing closer to God. You know, when I think about the term revival and I think about it, it's being revived. Anybody ever been to the point where you've been so busy going 100 miles an hour or so many things are on your plate? Anybody ever been there? So many things are on your plate. You got deadlines and you got things to do. And, and if we're not careful, you know, that has a tendency to stress us out. We can be so stressed out and so worried. You know, a good sign for me when I'm when I'm stressed out, it's like I can I can go to sleep. Anybody ever ever went to sleep but you got no rest? Because your mind is steady going and it goes from one thought to another, and it's like your body got sleep, but you're but you didn't get rest because there were so many things in, the, in this mind that could have been troubling you or you were worried about or you were trying to fix something or solve something and it was just and in those moments it's like that's a good indicator for me when I hit those moments it's like okay what am I not what am I not giving to God what am I not laying down at his feet and my soul do I wake up every morning thinking about everything that's on my to-do list and do I just run to God when things are chaotic or do I take advantage of those those moments that God is calling me and us to just sit at his feet. And I think it's in those moments when we sit at his feet, then the things that worried us, some of them work themselves out. And sometimes God, while you're sitting at his feet, he can give you a solution. He can give you an answer. He can show you what to do. He can... He can, he, can, he can bring some light to that situation. But we've got to take advantage and we've got to sit at his feet. I'm going to go to a very familiar passage of scripture. It's in Luke uh, chapter 10. I figured I'd read from the Bible today. That's why I got my glasses on. I mean, no, I can't, I can't just stretch that font like I can on my iPad. That's okay. It's all right. But in Luke chapter 10, and I'm, I'm in the amplified version because it's louder. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I'm reading in the amplified. But in Luke chapter 10, this is a story where Jesus goes to visit some friends of his, these two ladies, uh, Mary and Martha. And there's a huge story in that. And we'll talk a little bit about it, and then we're going we're gonna to walk it out. We're going to have communion together. 
Luke chapter 10, verse 38, it says, Now while they were on their way, it occurred that Jesus entered a certain village. And a woman named Martha, everybody say Martha. Martha. Received and welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister named Mary, everybody say Mary. Who seated herself at the Lord's feet. Seated herself at the Lord's feet. Come here, David, real quick. Help me out. David. David. Can you come help me real quick? <laughs> come on on stage with me real quick. So, so David is the Lord today. Jesus. Look at him. Come on. Call him Jesus. He's in the house. Give him a hand clap. This is Jesus. He's, now you stand right there in the light, David. So, okay. so right there. All right. So... Martha, well, come on in, Jesus. And soon as Mary saw him, the Bible says this. It says she had a sister named Mary who seated herself at the Lord's feet and was listening to his teaching. Now, I'm next to Jesus. <laughs> Met his feet. And I've postured myself to listen to what he has to say. Amen? He's in my house. And my first response is to sit at his feet and just to listen. Just to listen. Not asking him for anything, but I'm, I'm just at his feet. How many think when Jesus talks, it's pretty important? Huh? When, it, when he opens his mouth, Chances are something will come out of his mouth that can benefit you and I. So, Mary's at his feet, listening to his teaching. Verse 40, but Martha, everybody say Martha, overly occupied. Uh-oh. Not just occupied, but overly <laughs> occupied. And too busy was distracted with much serving. And she came up to, to Jesus and said, Lord, is it nothing to you that my sister has left me to serve all alone? Tell her then to help me to lend a hand and do her part along with me. Verse 41. But the Lord replied to her by saying, Martha, Martha. Everybody said, Martha, Martha. Martha, Martha. It's kind of like when you're when you're a parent and you got kids and you say their name twice. I mean, no, you that's by some correction coming. Or you say their full name. I mean, no, that's that's an indicator. He says, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. Now, in that moment, I think Jesus is teaching more beyond just her current state of, of trying to make sure the house is in order because Jesus is coming, but he's looking deep within her soul because he's realizing Martha's missing her moment. Jesus was never arrogant, but he's thinking to himself, I am, I am the son of God. I just stepped into this house and this Martha's so busy She's missing her moment. And I wonder how many of you and I 
when we get so busy in our situation, in our circumstances, how many of us miss our moment to sit at his feet? Because this is a place that can bring healing. This is a place that can bring peace of mind. This is the place that can cause worry to, to flee. This is the spot right here that can solve things that are going on in your world. And Martha's missing that moment. And it, Jesus looks deep beyond her just cleaning the windows with Windex. And I say, Martha, you are, you are anxious and you're troubled about many things. Have you ever found yourself busying yourself because of everything that was going on in your world? Come on, that happens. You've got problems or situations and you just busy yourself. And this is what Martha's doing. And Jesus like, you're Martha, Martha, you're, you're anxious and you're troubled about many things. But even in that moment, Jesus is about to give Martha the answer as well. See, we, we always think of Mary, like Mary, I want to be that Mary, but, but a lot of us are Martha. Uh-oh, now I'm meddling. That's okay, I'm sitting down. You can't get mad at me if I'm sitting down. I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the feet of Jesus. I'm where I need to be, okay? So you can't get mad at me. But how many of us are Martha? Go through some of our week is already overly taxed right now. You pull out your calendar, you got schedules and meetings, and you got this and that, and just depending on your, your stage of life. How many of us are Martha that he's speaking to today? Martha, Martha, you're 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 overly taxed and anxious and you're troubled about many, many things. But then he goes on to give Martha the answer and he, he replied to her after she came along and she was mad and hey, tell my sister to get up and help. But the Lord replied to her once again and said, Martha, Martha, you're anxious and troubled about many things. There is need of only one thing. Everybody say one thing. He says, Martha, there's need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the good portion which is to her advantage, which shall not be taken away from her. Interesting how Jesus calls it a portion, the good portion. How many of us sometimes when we, when we go throughout our, our day or our week and we begin to pray, anybody ever prioritize things you got to do? Think of that as a portion of your time and your day. Y'all tracking with me? Think of those hourly blocks as this is a portion. I've got to spend time in this and I've got to talk to that client or deal with that person. And Think of those as portions. And there's still a portion that is available to us every single day and that's to, to sit at his feet. He says Mary's chosen the good portion good portion which will not be taken away from her by sitting at my feet to receive 
what I have for her. See, I like to look at it this way. Mary saw everything that needed to go on in the house. Now, I know some of y'all's cleaning standards are different. Come on, y'all back me up, fellas. Our cleaning standards are different. Because we can have company coming over, and my wife is like, okay, we got to clean the house. And me and the kids, we know exactly what that means. We got to make this house look like nobody lives here. That's what that means. We got to make it look and smell like nobody lives here. Like we're about ready to put it on the market to sell. But now, me and the kids can go through and clean. And it looks good to us. But not to mama. So our, our cleaning standards are different. And I guarantee you, Mary looked at the house and knew some things needed to be done. See, she could have been just as busy as Martha when Jesus stepped in. Jesus stepped in and Martha was like, okay, I can get all this. Mary saw everything that needed to be done. But she made a choice. She made a choice. She could have jumped in the busy pool and, and did everything that her sister was doing. But she simply made a choice. I'm here to say, guys, every single day we have a choice to choose the good portion. It doesn't devalue anything you've got going on in your world, in your life. I mean, I know meetings are important and things you got to do and we got to stay on schedule, but those are portions of your time of your day. But you and I, we have to make a choice every single day to choose the good portion. Y'all tracking with me? This is the good portion. This is the, the good portion is, yes, I got a thousand things I need to do right now. I got places I need to be, people I need to be meeting with, and whatever that is. But let me get my portions prioritized. <laughs> let me choose the good portion. My shoes, Jesus. <laughs> Let me choose the good portion before I'm distracted by much things I need to do. Let me choose the good portion. <laughs> because when I sit at his feet, once again, he says to, to, to Martha, I'm turning my page, hold up. How'd that happen? He said, there's need of just one thing. Mary has chosen the good portion, that which is to her advantage. That which is to her advantage. If you ever want to get ahead in life, if you ever want to move forward, if you ever want to be at an advantage, I mean, think that'd be pretty cool to be at an advantage when you're in this game called life. To be at an advantage. He said, this is to her advantage which shall not be taken away from her. She just simply made a choice. And when you choose Jesus, 
Worry can't take that away from you. Stress can't take that away from you. Busyness of life can't take that away from you because you're making a choice to sit at his feet. See, we can walk out of here as Martha's or we can walk out of here as Mary's. Guess what? The choice is ours. Jesus was simply trying to tell Martha, Martha, yeah, you're troubled. There's a lot of things going on in your world. There's situations that are going on in your world. You're troubled. I mean, it's easy to have your mind troubled. It's very easy to have your mind troubled. I don't care who you are. I don't care how spiritual you are. The other day, because of my age, I, you know, I have to go in for a colonoscopy, and I'm not going to go over the details of that. But I will tell you, a reality hit me where fear, and I'd never dealt with that before. And I, didn't, I didn't know about colonoscopies, and, and thank you, Jesus. Like, look at you. You got my back, don't you, Jesus? He's like, watch your phone. Don't step on your phone. But the other day, I had to do a colonoscopy, you know. And it wasn't so much as the liquid I had to drink and all this stuff. It's, it's like, I didn't know they put you to sleep. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the paperwork, and I finally got a hold of the nurse, and, and I said, okay, I did everything I was supposed to do. And, and it was like, and I saw a little comment that said, you know, you're sedated, so... Anybody ever been sedated? I thought they were just going to put something to make me kind of loopy. And they're like, no, we put you out. And in that moment, it's like, I don't know what happened. And I'm saying all this because we are all accessible to fear and things that worry us and stress us. So there I was in a routine procedure. All of a sudden, this fear gripped my heart. You know what I started thinking? I started thinking about my wife and kids. I started thinking, you know, I don't know about you guys, but after March 2020, I don't trust anybody but Jesus. And I started thinking, I'm going to have to submit to some people that I'm going to totally be out. Then I, the devil started messing with my mind. Well, what if you don't wake back up? Y'all look at me like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. You what if, you don't, what if you never wake back up? What if you don't wake back up? I'm like, oh my. And so this fear is gripping me. And we, so we went in. My, Heather drove me there. So I thought she was going to be able to come back with me. But they're like, no, you go this way. So I'm back there by myself, you know, in the bed and waiting on somebody. And right there, it's like I started thinking. Okay, if I don't wait back up, Heather knows where all my passwords are. That's how my mind goes. She knows the people who she can contact and they can help her with everything else. But then all of a sudden, right there inside in, in that hospital room, the, the sheets are around me, you know, the little curtains are around me. I just begin to, to sing little worship songs. 
I had to have a moment to where I was anxious and troubled. But I had to sit down at his feet in that moment. You want me to sing you the song? No, I'm not. I'm not I can't. Hey, my wife already gave me the look. <laughs> you know what I begin to, in that moment, I begin to, one of those old hymnals. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust you. How I've proved you over and over. Jesus, Jesus, wonderful Jesus. How I'll trust you till the end. Jesus, Jesus. And in that moment, the peace of God came over me. Something so routine. But that fear grabbed me and I'd find myself sitting at the feet of Jesus. And submit. And go through a procedure. And there I was. I wonder how many of you and I are faced with situations that are troubling us, worrying us, stressing us. Then the, then the dumb devil comes in <laughs> and tries to tell us it's over. But it's in those moments, do we sit at his feet? Do we choose the good portion and allow his peace to overcome us? Amen? Did this help anybody today? It helped me. Give Jesus a hand clap. Thank you so much for being up here with me. Let's see. Now, Jesus, he... Now, all you got to do is, as, as simple as I said, David, come up here. I mean, that's how we invite Jesus in. The Bible says before we can even form his name in our mouth, he's already found with us. That quick, that simple. Mary has chosen the good portion, that which is to her advantage, which shall not be taken away from her. Father, we thank you. Thanks for listening to the Bridges Nashville podcast. To find out more about us and who we are, check out our website at bridgesnashville.com or find us on social media at Bridges Nashville.